Today on The Vibe, we have the CEO of Body Beauty, a beauty company that doesn't just cover your face, but taking care of every beautiful part of our bodies, such as our butts and our nipples. Using CBD, Body is a clean, empowered beauty product that makes sure to have your skincare routine covered, but also making sure you give some serious love to your assets, such as your butt and your nipples and beyond. Sylvia, I would love for you to introduce yourself. Welcome everyone. Welcome to all unapologetic lovers. <laughs> Beauty and being yourself. And of course, writing to us. That's why we are here. Yes. Where are you from, Sylvia? Tell us like a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? What were you like? Like, tell it. Who are you? So um, I'm from Poland, the country that celebrates actually asses. Um, <laughs> Of vodka and potatoes. Actually, Polish women, the feature that they work really hard on and stay focused on is their butts. So um, I was a gymnast when I was really young, and I realized that butt is actually our engine, is what gives you the power to be better gymnast, faster, a better athlete, faster runner. And I never stopped moving. So um, for me, the significant I think was focusing on the butt and then expanding that to feeling better about myself and being stronger. Um, I studied, I left Poland when I was 16 mm -hmm. and Australia. Again, I was forced to very small bikinis. So <laughs> oh. I love how you say forced. Uh, nothing like a small bikini. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like let's go as little as G-string. <laughs> And I traveled the world. I lived in so many continents except South America. <laughs> and I feel like even though I was born in Poland, um, I think my spirit was born in South America. You're like, you're a Brazilian girl at heart with like that Brazilian. Guys, before this, we were talking and I heard her accent and I was like, so de Colombia. And I thought she was going to be like, oh my God, I'm from like, I thought she was going to answer in Spanish and she was Polish. So just backstorying that. <laughs> Funny because how many people are coming to, especially in US, where they can't detect your accent because I speak also Italian. Yeah. So I'm such a way. Yeah. Italian, or I am from Latin America, and here I am, Polish woman, celebrating asses all over the world. I love and it. In America now, 19 years, and uh, you know, I still celebrate, but I think I have in my will written that when I would be, um, you know, in a coffin, I want to be upside down. So my ass is up. Okay. Stop it. I am dying. They say that you should sleep like Frank, or they say that you should sleep like, um, Dracula so you don't wake up like Frankenstein like they say that you should sleep standing so that everything like stays the same or like the other whatever opposite way it was but you know I actually when Drea who is on my podcast now um you know when she was telling me about you I had uh I have two stories for you but one was completely opposite I was when I found out that you also did nipple creams because we'll get into that as well I was like, I was telling Drea, I was like, oh my God, I once, once upon a time had a problem with my nipples. If anyone wants to fast forward this, feel free. 
but I think many girls have this. It was last October. I It was last October, the fall. I was about to say the fall. Um, and I was about to go to a media trip at Krupalo. Do you know Krupalo, the wellness center? No. Okay, so it's this incredible wellness center and I was just doing a media trip and I so I was just there gathering information, taking notes, giving people whatever and my breasts just didn't feel right. Like like something didn't feel right and the entire I was there for 3 days and the and the 2 days that I was there, I couldn't stop holding my breasts and I was like this is I have very I, I know you don't see me I'll lift up my shirt. I have no boobs. So I was like this is super super weird. I was like and it, and it really hurt. Like I was like in pain and we were outside and it was close in the Berkshire. So it was much colder. And so I just, I'm the kind of person who just says like, fuck it. I'm just going to ask a person. So it's my last day on the trip and they have this amazing curated store that's meant for like, like you name it, they got it like under your foot fungus. Like they've got it. They have everything. So I just said to the woman, listen, my nipples have been in insane pain. Not like, you know, just uh, dry, like in insane pain. And I was like, can you please help me? And it was the first time that one, I'd ever had a breast issue ever in my life Two, that I'd ever been in a situation where I could ask somebody, Hey, could you help me with my cracked nipples? Like that's a, that's not an easy, like it took me literally the three days to ask somebody if they would help me. And she did. And, and I could show you the product and whatnot, but I want to try yours. But after that, not only did it teach me so much about the, literally we had a set, we literally went to a dressing room and she like taught me about the breast and also ladies, this is a moment. Absolutely. You should be taking care of your breasts, massaging them and getting your mammograms. Like if there was one thing she taught me, it was continue to massage your breasts in whatever way you need them for me specifically. But she was also like, and please tell me you're getting a mammogram every year. So that was something I needed to mention because for me, that was something that did happen that I feel like a lot of girls and women don't want to speak about. Even men, I'm sure, have trapped like areas of their body. So, you know, what I wanted to say to you is like, how did you get to a place where you were like nipples and butts really matter? And it, cause you know, we see so much skin, but like, it's so rare to see a butt and a like, like breast help, like not augmentator, but just helping the insides of you. Exactly. So, uh, so it's a really interesting, like I, I love your story and you are young and a lot of women and girls, they neglect those areas, especially breast. Yes. For them, breast is only about sexualization and right. about the size, uh, boobs mean I'm sexy, I'm there, take me, touch me, yes? But why can't we touch ourselves? Why can't we embrace the two parts that they are literally 99% of the times invisible to others people, eyes, they are yours. They are super personal. Um, if you want someone to touch your ass or your boobs and your play with your nipple, that, you know, with consent, it's something fun and beautiful too. It's about touch. Absolutely. Very much about like sexuality. I remember meeting actually going to story Dr. Ruth and she told me um, I was at the party at the box and she was sitting next to me and she said, you know, I wish you are the you you were the continuity of me speaking about sex and about books and butts. 
And you know, for me, the bad started all about the passion and obsession right. with celebrating of that not only muscle but that skin that absolutely up. we all have it and it's the same as breasts you may have one asset that's bigger than the other but it doesn't matter let's celebrate big small whatever it may be exactly so i i felt you know like firstly i of course started with the butt because that's that's my primary uh obsession <laughs> my pet, and i thought i can really speak to women about that and then I thought, you know, I come also from a really open culture mm-hmm. when nipples were celebrated and boobs right. and sexualizing you and attacking you when you go to the beach or you are in a park. In Europe, you can be like Berlin, Poland, you can be, you know, in park on the beach, topless. No one gives literally any look. Uh, you know, I, I love when I went with my kids to San Sebastian. I have a 16-year-old son. and In Spain? Yes. San Sebastian, yeah. <laughs> love, love and, it. And there was a gorgeous, like, 15, 16-year-old girl running on the beach with just G-string, or even it was probably just underwear. And her boobs were just you know, bouncing around (laughs) and he and my husband stood and looked and I said, enjoy while it lasts. (laughs) (laughs) What a fucking cool mom. And it's beautiful because you can embrace beauty and individuality of other bodies and appreciate them. But to me, the movement with the nipple, A, I wanted to make women to pay attention to breasts like you said you never pay attention you were mm-hmm. working and, and i also assume that because i have such small boobs nothing matters when that's not the truth at all whatsoever so so a the mammogram is really you know it's a must and it doesn't have to start when you are 40 years old you can start right. earliest 25 you know women different age and very young women are getting breast cancer right now and when do you think women should start caring not caring about their breasts but like breast health yes like i'm i'm 29 and i i would say i've been caring about it since i was like 26 perfect age and you know just think of that you put lip balm on your lips to protect the skin that it's super exactly we all have lip balms we have you know uh, moisturizing balms whatever we are putting on our mouth to make it you know moisturized and glowy why can't we take the same skin it's so gentle like our lips it's basically exactly the same skin quality Back, it leak and break and bleed. You know, I think every day applying a little bit of lip balm uh, or just that's why I, you know, I thought nipple stick will be a perfect thing because it speaks about area. So many women who buy the nipple stick, they apply on their mouth, you know, so it's fun. And I think it's very important for me to speak that. Mm-hmm. So, box check. The second box was anti-shopping. So I am a workout addict and crazy obsessed woman that I don't miss a day yeah. of working out and, you know, working my ass. I'm a, I'm a yoga instructor. So that's, that may be also why my, I was having issues. <laughs> and, you know, your, your bra or your top, whatever, cotton also is abrasive. Right. To your, 
and if you repeat something thousand, ten thousand times, that area gets, you know, um, trapped and dry and, you know, it's not as youthful. And then there is an aspect of sexuality and that's where I come with the nipple stick, that it's fun for pregame, so you don't get a partner licking their finger and then going on your... your you know, I love that you just mentioned, and I'm... and. I, I always write scripts out so I don't get off topic, but this is getting off topic, but only in the best way possible. So I love that you mentioned like that it can be together. So when I did the butt mask, obviously I'm like, I, my boyfriend's name is Justin Boomer. I was like, Boomer, you got to help get this on me. And like, you got, you know what I mean? And self care. And I've told, I probably said this for the last two years of my life. Self care is such an amazing form of like, relationship therapy like I think some of our most fun times are um you know I'm not gonna name every single time between you and I but experimenting with certain things or bombs or whatnot maybe and I think it's really special and you know I've even I just did something with a beauty blogger when I was where we were talking about how expensive items are and I'm like okay, your boyfriend can be mad, but he's going to use them at the end of the day. And at the truth, at the end of the day, whether we use them together or not, it's an experience you're having together. And that is what sex and like life and relationships is about, is experiencing things together. So listen, if anyone's out there and hears about maybe wants to touch their girlfriend's butt or their nipples in a new way, like like, or be like, I care about you, so I bought you this nipple bomb. Like, that's a show of care about someone that, like, if, if Boomer came home, which he'll probably come home with this nipple bomb now, um, with that, knowing that I was in pain, like, that's a really fucking nice, nice thing to do for somebody because it's so vulnerable. And when do we talk about, besides in vain moments, when do we talk about our butts and our nipples? never like you know unless you are me so that I or or me which I'm gonna show you my butt right after this (laughs) let's both show each other our butts after (laughs) but you know how did you like get like were you always like this like sexual being like where you always felt just like we should always like were you always like this like at like growing up was your mom like like I want to know where this like openness to like be so raw and real about the body and also being really careful with your body i you know what i i it's fantastic question but i think i was rejected by the society (laughs) being being so open uh you know i was not invited to parties or dinner parties because some people said that i say inappropriate things mm-hmm. or uh, off topic and every conversation that we start ends up in you know in a bedroom conversation about sex but you know it's not being like like sex addict or anything right being open like i'm very transparent and to me sex is really the essence it's divine and it's essence of life. It's as necessary for us to function better mentally and physically when we have sex, when we are touched, when we even touch ourselves. Mm-hmm. Not a sin. I think it's as important as feeding your body with the right quality food. I I just always love and I talk to my children who are young and, you know, there is... I walk naked around and my house is very open, you know, mm-hmm. and I 
me feel uncomfortable, but I say, okay, but why do you feel so? Because society tells you that you cannot view a woman's or man's body, like, or society shames you by talking about sex. And in the end, it's we talk about sex to the people who we care and can trust. Right. Very much. And we talk openly just because we, this is an issue. It's something that we want to express and we love, but we fear because we don't want to get judged. And I think this is the time now that society is getting more and more open-minded mm-hmm. and that it's not only coast to coast in each country, but it's, you know, within each country, each continent, that people are desexualizing sex. Yes. Shouldn't be an act of just a fuck, yes? Mm-hmm. An act of expressing desire, love. Love, yeah. Attention, like you know, when I have sex, I love it because no one is on the phone. And and listen, there's nothing wrong with a nice fuck, but there's nothing like you should be. There's nothing wrong with an easy fuck, but you should be, you should be nourishing the way you nourish your body. You should be nourishing your sexual experiences that same way. So listen, it's like this is a good way. You can go to you can go to Burger King and get a burger. You can get your quick fix. Easy yeah. done. Or you could then go to, you know, the best steakhouse and have it done that way. Do you know what I mean? So there's two, there's multiple ways to do things. <laughs> but you know what? But even quick fact is so because it's at that minute, whatever you are doing, whatever you call quick, three minutes, two minutes, five minutes, you know, I can come fast. But, <laughs> but, the quick part is also attention driven. Yeah, you yeah. that you are possessed by that feeling of like you forget the word. Your mind is nowhere, but you are attentive to your body. And what is great about that? That that person who is doing that quick fact is listening to your body. Totally. Oh, and that's important because people don't. Sylvia, I'm obsessed with you. Like deeply obsessed with you, but one thing I did want to mention because ne- this is this is a moment where we go on tangents is before we were talking about like sexual inclusivity, you know, because it's a and we were talking about the times of today and how it's so important today to share with your kids that it, we need to be more open about sex and whatnot. So with that being said, I was doing a little bit of background research on you. And I noticed how inclusive you are in race, in gender, in size, and everything. But then, that was just one side, and I was like, love her, amazing, love this brand. But then, I went to, when I was looking up your name, because she spells her name different than she says it, so I was trying to find an interview to see if I could find it first. But I found a YouTube video, and I'll send it to you if you want, but it shows how inclusive your brand really is. And it's this video of this girl, beautiful girl, showing her doing the butt mask, but she's alliterating it all in sign language. So yes. I just thought, how fucking magical that we're now talking about sex silently even. There was once a time where we never, there was never a moderator who said, 
a vulva goes here or this or this or this. So for that full minute and a half, as much as I was looking at her beautiful butt and whatnot, I was so transfixed that your product, because I've never seen another product be iterated in sign language. And I was like, what a, what a, like, first of all, it speaks volumes of you to have a customer base that is, is part of that world. That's something we never, we never, I never see anyone talk about fashion, anything, even at awards with a scientist, anyone who does sign language. So I was like, wow, not only is she so inclusive to black, whites, Hispanics, Americans, Russians, you name it, but she's also giving to another community that like we really never hear, which is the deaf community, which I was like, wow, good for her. And I'll send you the video. It was a wonderful video to see. It was like a minute. She just does a butt mask, but I just love that she used sign language in it. And I was, and I wanted to ask you about inclusivity and how you are so well-rounded in that sense. And some people are just naturally really well-rounded and you could say that too. But I was like, there is some thought into this. Like there is, I, I was like, there, she's just, a, she's very smart. And I want to know, I need to pick her brain on how she got there. So I, um, you know, I was brought up very strictly by my parents. Mm -hmm. And said to me that one thing, I will never disappoint him as a human being. It's not my success. It's not everything I, I will do. It's not monetary. It's how I treat people. And I was bullied when I was little. I was super skinny. Like you said, you had no boobs. I had just <laughs> like crazy. And, and I was bullied by people who looked like me. And because there was such a um, pollen was just white. Like there were no... Sorry, had to have a little bit of a moment there. But as I was saying, um, I found a video of a girl using sign language the entire time of showing your video. And I thought how inclusive is not only just your website, it's super inclusive of every ethnicity, uh, race, gender. Um, it's just super, super inclusive. But in that you never hear of, you know, those with those with other disabilities showing the a product or how it may be used or sharing with others how this product can help you so when i saw this girl when i saw this girl obviously stunning girl but when i saw this girl that um was sharing this in sign language i was like wow she really created something here because not only do people love it enough just to use it, but people love it enough to say it in another language. And I know we were we just got caught up, but you were mentioning that you're you go back to where we were in inclusivity and how you feel that that it should be here and why we should all be given. And I especially want you to mention what you were just saying about the braille boxes, about having braille written on the boxes so that everybody can have it at one point. But you were saying there's no reason to dislocate one person from sexualization or to take it away from what it is exactly because uh, you know so um because someone has disability it doesn't make them a different person or a worse person or a person that doesn't have desires so uh you know so I went to people um, and I researched and I found her, the girl who actually did the video. So I worked with her and that video was... Oh, you worked with her? I worked with her intentionally. She came over to me. Um, it was last year or a year and a half ago at Cosmoprof. And she was explaining what she does for brands. And of course, most brands are like, what? Sign language? What the hell? 
And when she said to me, she does this for a living, that she speaks sign language, I was like, will you do a video for me? Like, I want to work with you. Will you create a video and you strip to your bikini? And she was, stu- she was beautiful and stunning, but like that part was just magical. Like to give, to offer that to everybody who can hear, see, not hear. Like beauty isn't about speaking. Beauty exactly. is about a feeling. Exactly. I love how you said that. Exactly. It's so well said because beauty is about having fun and it's about touch, touching yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and through your product, through your messaging. So we are working on braille boxes because that language is, you know, a lot of people cannot see. They go to Sephora right. and find the product. And they can, you know, they can read. A lot of websites don't have a text that it's read to them. So having those systems applied in your on your website, in your packaging, that makes to me the the most inclusive you can go. And I was taught by my parents and especially by my dad that he said to me, you it's the success of a person is not monetary the success is how they treat other people and how they view the world so to me every person is equal we are born the same way die the same way and you know we need to respect each other we need to give ourselves chance and then be inclusive that understand how that person is feeling and also why this person is doing something it's not only about disabilities but about everything what we do in life like certain people do something because they like it and you don't need to hate them because they do that of course so that actually leads me to one of my questions which is what do you want people to feel when they use your products happy (laughs) feel themselves get closer to their bodies and feel happy. I want them to smile. You know, I want them to hold my package or start applying the fat mask and have fun with it. Smile, laugh, giggle, take a video, uh, you know, share with your love. Like that's my ultimate, besides of course results, because mm-hmm. in beauty and it's results driven. Of course matters less when I can make someone happy for that few minutes and they have something to talk about and laugh and of even course. if link and saying this is funny it still makes me happy as a founder of a crazy brand <laughs> I, I don't think it's a crazy brand I think it's a very much needed brand and I and you know obviously a lot of people are catching on to it because if you look in CVS and whatnot, they have versions of what you have, but people are noticing that it's, it's not just about your under eyes and your, you know, hold making your skin tone one even it's so it's more than that. But really quickly, I wanted to ask you one thing and what was your aha moment before when you started this company? Like, what was the moment where like, what were you doing before? What was the moment that you were like, this is this is it. This is this is what I'm. This is where my heart and soul is going into. So uh, you will laugh because um, I actually <sighs> worked in finance for four and a half years. Oh my god! <laughs> and if I was like one of eight women on the trading floor, um, you know, trading Polish government bonds and uh, doing Versa Italiana, which is Italian stock exchange, and I was transferred for two years to come to US and 
you know, I was like, I'm young, crazy, wild, I'm going to America, you know, to live my dream life, have a great paid job. And I went to work for one week and I told my boss, I went to him and say, you know, Alex, I'm going to actually, his name is Alex. I said, <laughs> my job because I don't want my ass to be flat. And she looked at me. That's amazing. And he's like, what? And I'm like, no, I'm going to contribute to women wellness and beauty. And I think I'm done. Like, and he says, well, you will never make the zeros you are making, you know, um, your bank account will shrink significantly when you leave this job. And I said, you know what? It's not about the shrinkage of my bank account. It's about the size of my ass. <laughs> I said, and my ass is really important. That's the best. <laughs> wow. So I started Panic Fitness, which is a workout that, you know, I basically been developing for the past 20 years and sharing, you know, firstly on YouTube, then, you know, I basically started producing workout videos so you can travel with them, you can do anywhere. Mm -hmm. During COVID, actually, you know, the sales boost and people really embraced the method because it was forcing you to work your ass. I was, and, and that actually leads me to my next question is, how was your business affected by COVID? Because I, I've asked everybody who has been on recently and I actually feel most people have a silver lining. They don't have a super, I think everyone in April, we were all scared, of course, but I think everyone now has a silver lining to their story. So how did COVID affect your business? I think it was fantastic. I, mean, <laughs> I know that people were hurt, shitless, and people were like, what's next? And businesses were shutting down. People were firing people uh, because their sales dropped 20, 30, 50%. I kept all my team the girls who I work with, who is an amazing team of women, and they are all in different countries. So it was very interesting to see how we work. And, you know, um, I thought how it can affect. It was terrific. People read more. People focus on home workouts more. They realize that sitting on your ass for extended amount of time creates a dead butt syndrome, which mm -hmm. is that your bad, your bad muscle is dead and you can't rebuild, so you can't build that great muscle. So they started working out. And the biggest thing for beauty was at home spa. You right. know, long was spa. Of you course. So you ask your significant other, can you touch my ass, please? But, you know, don't go yet anywhere else. Just massage me. Yeah. And, and then people are like, you know what? I'm going to do butt mask and Keisha. The singer came with this whole thing about her and her boyfriend butt-masking. Oh, guys, she's talking about Kesha. I just, like, had to put a... Because you said yeah. Keisha, so I'm like, she's talking about Kesha, guys. Um, so Kesha, her boyfriend, what did she, she... Her boyfriend used the mask on her? Yeah, she went basically full public. Um, this was back in April that uh, she was in a Refinery29 interview. And she says that COVID, during COVID, what makes her happy is to take care every night of her abat. And um, just recently, two days, three days ago, she did unboxing of her favorite products and she showed our mask. She showed Amazing. Our 
So, you know, it's when people have time on their hands and that they start thinking about other options of taking care of themselves and getting away from that, you know, craziness, because a lot of people want to uh, shut down physical, mental, um, you know, anxiety, depression. Mm -hmm. You have to fight this. And I think the only way you can fight is focusing on yourself, turning on off the device and saying, my body matters more. At this point, it's important to read news and digest them, to be aware of what's going on and be part of the society. But you need to give yourself a break and you need to give yourself a time to touch, to, to listen to your body, to to torture your body through movement, to, to really start understanding what's important. And if you are not healthy, the society is not healthy. And I, so- and I love that you mentioned Kesha because... Anyone who doesn't know about Kesha, I listen, I keep up with everything, but Kesha went through a crazy lawsuit with her old um, manager, and at the time, she wasn't taking care of herself at all. She was addicted to alcohol, to drugs. She was gaining so much weight from so much depression, and to hear, obviously, I'm not a big fan or anything, but to hear that her favorite part of the day is taking care of herself when there was such a two years of her going literally just being in court so to hear even someone like that like being like I just look forward to taking care of myself and even hearing that she has a partner that loves her and wants to take care of her because for so many years when you heard the name Kesha all you heard about was like her and her manager like she's never gonna get out of this she'll never get out of it and it's 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 a it's a it's a beautiful symbiotic relationship of like, and I mentioned this before about pain and love. And it's like crazy how like a deep, deep pain that she felt before can lead her to like loving herself and like in loving herself, somebody loving her just as much. And I just thought it was so interesting that you brought her up. But I have to ask you also, what is a product that you would tell people that they are completely missing out on that they should be using that people just would never think? Any product. No, I want one one really good specific one. From body or from any from body, I would say the bad bum, the CBD bad bum. I love the masks and I always get a kick. And it's funny because I've been doing that for right. and I always get a kick and post, you know, crazy video on YouTube or Instagram. <laughs> you know, I the bad bum just because it cares about the muscle enough so has a double functionality it does help you to recover faster and with the cbd so you don't need to pop pills and advil to fight the inflammation but then also it really takes care of the skin and it's fun it feels sexual in a way i actually have the stick here (laughs) i love the stick the most that I apply all over the body, not just the Oh, really? All over? I lie naked in bed and I firstly, before I enter the bed, I go from my ankle to my ass, then I do circle movement and because it doesn't melt, it feels like pressure points. Uh So it's like a gua sha almost. Oh my goodness. Say gua sha one more time. That's all I need. That's all I need. And you know what's funny is that I actually do gua sha my like legs. 
and I have one side that's r more rigid. There, it's like a heart, but one side is like more rigid. And I'll always, people think I'm crazy, but I'm so glad we're talking because <laughs> I could sit and gouache on my whole body all day long. And I have these ice globes for my face. And I just, I could literally, you and I could sit naked and like have the time of our lives. But you know, that's, that's what I want to say though. Is that's the thing is like, I don't think enough women anymore like, sit and like like my best friend and I sit in our underwear like when we're together alone we literally prefer to sit in our underwear and chat and I feel like women today and listen I get it there are so many crazy you know I think in the last 10 years people have gotten so body conscious but women don't just like sit in their bodies anymore it's like how many jackets do I put on how many this how many that when like I, I you see me in a sweater because it's cold but I'm literally not wearing anything and I'm never wearing anything and I just feel like we as women and I only have like three friends I would say that like are fully comfy being naked like just fully naked and I think we don't have these conversations enough that like it's totally okay that like like what may be going on with your nipple it's happening to mine too, weirdly enough, or like if, if you've been doing these amazing butt workouts every day, but your butt's not feeling X, Y, Z, but you don't need to go get M sculpt. You just need to be doing like a, exactly. I just feel like, I feel like girls, women, men, everybody, when it comes to bodies, we've just like lost that sense of like wonderment of just being like fully bare. And that's why I'm such a free the nipple, like, like something's on you show me I don't care what part of your body it's on it's like first of all this is our big our skin is our biggest organ so like take care of it but I just think we have forgotten to like be chill about the fact that we all have a vagina we all have a penis we all have an ass we all have tits like even dudes you have tits you all do so and like even guys you too need nipple cream like it's not like just a girl thing so i just like love that you've opened up this conversation to like be cool and comfortable with opening up about your sexuality in those places that maybe you wouldn't give love to you know Oh, very much like you know i love how you said that you like to eat in andes like that's how i am the most comfortable at home i cook in underwear sometimes even naked but mostly underwear <laughs> yes okay and uh, you know just just loving to about the sink and when i have friends you know i don't tell people please take off your shoes and take off your clothes right <laughs> everyone in my household like loves that this is what I would be the most comfortable. Instead of saying, take off your shoes, take off your clothes, you know? <laughs> like, I think then, because then there is really, people are become honest. Right. And there is no status, you know, attached to anyone when you are unclothed. We are just this beautiful, you know, human beings with all different bodies. And, you know, I remember I was in Turkey two years ago and I went to Haman and all the women were naked and the woman who was doing, performing the whole bath ritual on me, she says, oh, I love your body. And she says, you are like my daughter. And she was older woman. And she was scrubbing me freaking hell. She scrubbed the hell out of me. Oh my, oh my. Um, I have a lot of moles that were scrubbed off. Wow. Like, he was celebrating my body with me. I love that. 
was like, this is so beautiful. Like, you know, being yourself is different than celebrating your body. Right. Being is being unapologetic, expressing your opinion, not fearing criticism, but celebrating your body and really being comfortable with your body is different. And that's what myself, I want to speak through body, through the brand, the name body came from, you know, fun sexual games and play and right. So, you know, also the way I say body, it sounds like body, so. <laughs> but kind of like play on words. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, uh, there are people who listen and there are people who think that I'm totally insane. And they will get to the point in their life that they will think of me or someone like yourself. And they will say, wait a minute, you know, I listened to that post- podcast 10 years ago. I'm now becoming that woman. Because yeah. They- it's a level of maturity to understand nudity and to understand human body. I love human form. And, uh, you know, when you said you love guasha, I am going to come to your nine and third. <laughs> because we are coming with a really specific tool for the body for the end of this year. My mouth has dropped. I'm and, so excited. <laughs> and the design actually uh, based on Zaha Hadid, whose architecture I love. Mm-hmm. And one of the buildings in Azerbaijan is basically designed on human, uh, on feminine shape and a female physique. Mm-hmm. That design, and we redesigned to fit Bode, but it's a beautiful tool. So it will be called the tool, mm-hmm. my but it's guasha for you. Well, I'm so excited. Design size-wise to embrace all your muscles and all your curves. So that is coming. We are really percentage away from completing because we were choosing different stones. Of course. So, and it's hard because it's a much bigger tool. And, you know, then will come all the educational. Of course. That's no, believe me, I, 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 I can only imagine that the part that the education part behind it that you have to, you know, make sure you put into it. But, um, you know, with everything that I do, I'm, I literally am like sit with a book and I'm like, should I move this this way or this way or this way or that? So it, it is very important. It's great to hear that you're you are taking every single step, even if it takes a little bit longer. So be it as long as it's the product that you want and. Honestly, even the branding of your product, like the way that it's done is just so clean. Like when I talk about clean beauty, it is actually like so clean and done and there's like no extra, like it's not too much. It's literally something that like, it goes with everything that's already in my bathroom. It's not like something that's like, it, 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 you know what it is? It goes to say about yourself that um, you're comfortable exactly as it is it doesn't need to be too extra which is the same way as the body you don't need to be too much and all you need to do is give yourself a little bit of love and I think that that's something that you know we talk about our face and we talk about putting on makeup and feeling better but like you don't know what might make you feel better when you start to care about like 
you know, for instance, I know for a very long time, people thought it was weird that I stopped drinking for a while, but it made me feel better. You don't know if you start using something on your breasts or on your butt, how it may elevate your lifestyle. And it's something that may sound so silly to others, but it's the same way as drinking how many gallons are we supposed to drink a day? It's the same exact thing. You may feel a better effect in your own body and well-being. If you're a guy, here's a great example. If you're a guy who's working out all the time, you should 100% be doing the nipple cream. Why? Because you're literally chafing against the shirt and sweating more than anyone. You probably have chest hair. So that's why even like this isn't just for females. This is not just a female thing. And that's something that I also, when we talk about sex, sex isn't just for girls. Like we're not like, you happen to be a woman. It's more comfortable, obviously, to talk about it, but it's not just for women. So when I just mentioned that little example of guys chafing also and using that for themselves, it's not just the, and men also like, Boomer, I love you nearly and dearly, what I would do to put a little butt mask on you, but He's been playing tennis a lot. He's been doing golf a lot. Do you know how good it feels to self-care? It's it's oh. it's a hard concept to make people understand. But w- believe me, that day, the day that he comes so exhausted and stressed, I'll get that butt mask on. Yeah. No doubt. I will provide more for Boomer. <laughs> boomer, Boomer will love that. Now, Sylvia, do you mind if I get a little personal with you? Okay, so I feel that you have to be insanely comfortable in your body to have a brand like this. Can you tell us some scandalous stories that may have led you to the butt mask or the nipple cream? Let's be real. It takes some serious self-awareness and some sexy time, if I do say so myself, to understand your body this well. So any scandalous stories or anything that you want to share with our followers that's obviously uplifting and funny, duh, but that kind of was a, a moment that you were like, oh my God, I my wheels are turning here. Oh my God, I think my entire life is scandalous. I'm like making my way in underwear working out to ask people. I love it. Oh, and then they come and ask me, what do you do? Are you a dancer? I'm like, no, I create bat masks. So most people think I actually sell Halloween costume, you know, like the Batman. Oh mask. my God, yes. That's hysterical. <laughs> but is there like one that you can think of that's just like comical beyond belief that 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 did kind of help lead you into this direction or, you know, really funny sexual story that you were like, I'm open and this is why I am the way I am. And that's that. Or like, I don't know, a time that your parents ever walked in on you or like just a funny. I just like want to leave off with one really funny sexual story because like you've just opened up my sexual Pandora box and I'm here for it. And I feel like so many people are here for it. So give us a sexual story that was funny, hysterical, or just pure loving. Oh my God. One of them was when I was working on the trading floor, I had a really open with my colleague and you know the messages pop like really fast on Reuters and Bloomberg and you have to respond and one of these messages was a guy uh, who I went out with and you know I said his name actually was Ferraretti yes so like Ferrari <laughs> and I me says how was the date I said well he came really fast and and my um, well, he's gone in 60 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Very bad because 
That is hysterical. But, you know, it's like, I have so many stories of sexual, you know, affairs and funny stories. But, you know, I think the funniest was when my, you wanted someone to walk in. My parents never walk in on me because I moved from the house when I was 16. Right. <laughs> they never saw me again. <laughs> like, You're like, I was out. <laughs> so, but my, my daughter walked on me when I was having sex. And- <laughs> And it's funny, she didn't interrupt anything, but she went to my son's room and said, mommy is having sex with daddy. I'm dead. Uh, <laughs> how old was she? She's 13 years old. She woke up my son, who is almost 16, and at night, and he fell out of my room. Like, I was sleeping. I was having my own, you know, magnificent desires. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, you just ruined my whole moment. And I love how, you know, I was called like nanny. And I remember when I was on the beach with my kids and, you know, I just gave birth to them. And I always took care of my body, you know. So it's like, it always, I wanted to always look my best. Doesn't matter at age or, you know, this was my goal. And I want to feel good because it, physically and mentally makes me feel better right. yeah. and stronger and more confident. And I remember this guys, group of guys, I had my son and he was, you know, two years old and I just gave birth to my daughter who didn't speak. She was in a baby Bjorn, but I was in a tiny bikini and a guy comes to me and he's like, um, you know, are you the nanny? And I look at him and I, <laughs> that, that I am. I said, yeah. How would you look, how would you like me to look after you? <laughs> I said after hours I can do whatever job you want. I'm dying. Crazy, like crazy. And then my husband came to the beach and he's like, and then he kissed. He says, You have a very close relationship with your employee. I said, Yeah. <laughs> so, that is that is amazing. So you like lo- you love to feed into it too. I do it a lot of times like on purpose and you know I I love like our neighborhood as you know has yeah. lots of is and I remember when I was I dropped my kids to Gotham gym to do boxing and behind me was standing Hugh Jackman and <laughs> and he likes dance and looks and I turn turn around and he's like oh I was just looking how fit you are and I said oh thank you and he says what's your name and I said Sylvia and he said to me and he said try to say I'm Hugh and I said well I know your name (laughs) can I call my wife Debbie and introduce her to you because I would love her to see your method for tonic, you know, because he saw me working out as I was wor- as I was waiting for the kids. Before. No way. That's how I became really good friends with them. So every time I'm on the pier working out and they walk their dogs, they come over to me and say, you are such an inspiration for us. Like, we love you. Like, and you know, for years, I've been now, I know them for 10 years. That's so amazing. Like for me, I was on the beach this summer and uh, I was living right next to Sarah Jessica Parker, who I became friends actually in the village, just walking. Right, right, right. I mean, it's that that area is just like, um, I'll come over, we'll have a lunch date soon. But like, it is just, if you, I feel like if you live there, you know, everybody there. So, so 
So it's funny, I was playing with her kids, with her two daughters. We were boogie boarding and, you know, my kids were sort of boogie boarding. They didn't want, so I was catching waves and she was like, hi, Sylvia. Like she started talking and then Matthew came and she says, Matthew, just remember this girl, Sylvia, I mentioned you. She has like the best style. And you know what? You are like, what the fuck? She's there. You're like, are you fucking kidding me? You yeah. are Sarah Jessica Parker. You're I, Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I was. You are not Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> yeah, no, you're like, actually, though, thank you for the compliment. You're right. I have better style. Okay. And she loves the brand. She loves body too. Like she asked me, you know, about the brand. I, I gifted to her the stage. She was my neighbor. I was like, okay. Well, okay. I, I expect her, like people like Sarah Jessica Parker and Hugh Jackman and his wife, like when, when you say it takes experience, like I expect them to want to, when they, when they meet you and they hear what you do to want to use those products because at, at, any age, I'm 29, at any age, though, you want to take care of every part of your body, no matter what. And it's fun, as we discussed, you know, it's that, that relationship experience, it's, it's the relationship with, with, with yourself, mm -hmm. and very much with the partner. Absolutely, and even having those new girlfriends that I'm sure you guys, like, talk about certain things that are, it's just like you are just a vibe that you can just you clearly are just like an open door of like you say it I don't care what it is you yeah. lay it on me so Sylvia honestly thank you so much for coming and I just want to wrap this up by asking what can we look forward to from body beauty definitely sustainability so that's where we are going refillable sticks uh, we are launching a product that it's water activated so you don't need to transport water and this is coming like the next month so you will find in your bathroom that product and i hope you will fall in love um and more controversial you know items that people are just thinking they are not even thinking about them. Well, I, I love that. And I love that we were able to have this conversation. I thought this was just going to be about butt bombs and, and nipple bombs. And I'm like, I feel like I just had a, a great sexual therapist conversation right now. And I feel and I just hope that people know that um, when they do use your product, especially after listening, they can feel how much you feel for the product and how every time someone puts on a butt mask or the nipple cream or whatnot they know that it's coming from somebody who also uses it daily who works out who is you know has children talks about sexuality like doesn't just make a brand but lives breathe is the brand which is like something that I am so keen on that matters the most to me which is why I created this podcast the vibe because when I see people who and who emulate something that no one else does I need to be friends with them and you, yeah. Sylvia, my friend, are my new friend who I cannot wait right after we I end up I end this recording. I'm showing you my butt because it's my best asset ever. And, you know, I just I love you so much. And I think you're just fabulous. And this is honestly, I feel like I just had a therapy session and you are amazing. Thank you so much. Body beauty people, love it, live it, buy it. I will link all the places you can get it. Thank you so much, Sylvia. Body beauty.